Hello everyone, welcome to the Get Savvy Podcast, where we are going to have conversations with fellow business owners about the best ways of elevating and operating your business. We promise you will get better at managing your business with the lessons and advice shared by our guests. Have fun! Welcome, Troy. Welcome, Brad. Good morning, Monica. So what are the three biggest mistakes you've made as an agency owner? Man, <laughs> that's a great question. I know. Um, I was thinking about good questions to ask you last night, and that just popped into my head. You know, there's so many. Um, going back, you know, and everybody's, everybody's situation, I think, is it, as far as their, their ownership journey is a little bit different. I... Um, basically took over an existing agency. So my biggest, by far my biggest mistake to start out and, but you know, when you, you take over and um, you don't know what you're doing, yeah. you know, you're, you've spent all this time, you know, uh, you know, working on your craft as a, as an agent and salesman and everything else. And to, to be, to all of a sudden be a manager is different. So that was, that was a mistake. I held on to them too, too long. Um, I think that hey, speaking next, of that, that was your biggest sale by far being able to buy that agency. Cause it's not easy. And, uh, to be able to go in and, and I know you told me that story, how it was a little bit of a interesting journey to get to that point, but a lot of credit it, should go to you yeah. being able to pull that off. Cause that's not easy. It was messy. And I knew, I, I knew I was walking in to, uh, um, I knew I was walking into a, a difficult situation, but, um, it took a while to clean up, but I did. And uh, I just probably should have come sooner. Yeah. Um, you don't want to clean house day one, do you? No, you can't. You, you kind of need people. <laughs> You're like what an asshole. He got rid of three people this first day. <laughs> and then he went to well, lunch. You know, in part, <laughs> part of the reason why I didn't, because, you know, that would have just been putting more work on me. Um, and, um, and I knew that I needed, needed some, needed some help to get by for a while anyway. So, you know, kind of the next one I'd say is not implementing automation sooner. Mm. Um, you know, when I came in, we didn't, we didn't even have a website in this agency. So I basically designed really? our web. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I, I designed our website. We didn't have a quick rater, you know, so I'm like, this is crazy. Um, that I'm going to go through all these companies and quote them one at a time. And, and so, yeah, I added, added easy links. Um, we had, we did have AMS 360. They had that for a few years and, um, you know, so, so, so they had that, but we really weren't utilizing it mm -hmm. until I, you know, until actually I got involved in IAOA, which mm -hmm. really, you know, you talked to me and you tried to get me involved at least a year before I did. And, um, you know, and I just, you know, you know like, something I've seen that you've changed with a little bit is you are making decisions faster now and really, you know, not taking years and years to even do something like join IAOA. <laughs> yeah. Great observation. It's true. Um, because you and I are so, I think are so different on, on though on on that sort of thing you see something you want you're you're getting it that day um no matter what you know no matter what the cost is i have to check it out kick the tires a little bit 
think about it for a year or something, you know, and, um, and so, yeah, you're right. Um, I have kind of jumped in, which I, I really did last year, but, but so since then we've added all kinds of animation, which is just. What has uh, been some of the best automation you've um, added to your agency? Um, agency zoom was up there as a, as our CRM. Um, I, I, I wanted something like that for years and, and, you know, didn't really know where to, where to look. So mm -hmm. that's, I think you I had was, agency zoom before we did. I was, a what they, what Mo at agency zoom told me that I was kind of an early adopter, which surprised me really. And really at that time it was primarily just a sales pipeline. I mean, that's mostly what it was. And that's what I was, what I was looking for. And they've evolved so fast. Um, and, and so we've been able to utilize a lot of their what CRM capacity, features. like what percent do you use? Cause we ne definitely started out as basically just like a pipe drive using it for the uh, sales pipeline. Yep. You know, thanks to Monica, we have added some automation in there, but do you utilize it for many different things? Tough to say on the percentage of it, uh, because I mean, I just don't, you know, I don't, I don't know that for sure. And, and, and literally they're, they're changing so fast. I would probably say we're utilizing maybe 50% mm -hmm. what their full capability is. We don't use their service center aspect, um, you know, but we do, we use it for uh, client onboarding. Um, uh, we use it for um, um, our, our cross sell. We don't use it for claims. Okay. Which I, which I just recently heard of somebody's process that they use. It sounded really, really slick. Yeah. We don't do much for claims either. We used to, but I think claims is a something to focus on for many agencies to show your value when people have a claim. Yeah. Um, what else do we use? Oh, yeah. I do use the um, their their um, their HR feature really piece. Yeah. So I use that to track um, I track our our uh, uh, PTO, and and we do. Uh, have our people work off of a time clock. So they, they use that. Um, and that's been really, really helpful. How about um, any other uh, things other than agency zoom that you're implementing incorporating? So we, we did, we, we changed over to Hawksoft last year. Um, and, and that's been a, a great, a great move for us. And we're, we're still learning that we've had the program for about a year mm -hmm. and, and we're still learning and adding adding to that um we use um i've also adopted through we, we use um local traffic marketing for our digital marketing and is that uh, langeo that's yeah chris langeo okay. and um and and they have a feature and i don't think he's really put it out yet but it's um it's called mission control and it's it's uh it's it's similar to a crm and it's more i think it's in the more so in the test phase. I don't okay. want to speak too much on it because I don't think it's necessarily, you know, he doesn't have it out to the public necessarily, but it's pretty awesome. So you're an early adopter to that, huh? Maybe you'll get a t-shirt. Mission control. <laughs> I'm hoping so because he really puts out some awesome swag. And um, <laughs> that's that's my, I don't know if it's number three, but definitely one of my uh, issues was not letting go of, you know, what I'd done for so long. Um, you know, which is just, you know, you try to be a, you know, well, it's kind of what you are. You're, you're, you're a jack of all trades. And, and I realized, I mean, I realized a long time ago that you, 
you, you know, you handle so many different things and you're not good at any, you end up not being good at any of them. So I knew that that was, you know, affecting our growth and are affecting our, our quality. So, and that, that comes with, with building a, building a good team Mm -hmm. and, you know, and the old, you know, getting the right people in the right seats. Um, that takes a while to establish. I think I finally have that now. Beautiful. Um, That's why you're able to take a trip to Arizona for a couple of months, right? Well, I'm working, you know, it's just, it's just, we're just testering out wintering. There you go. So I, we, you know, we got the, uh, we got the country covered right now. We got East coast, Midwest and West coast going on this morning. Monica's on the East coast. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. I set goals every week of whether for, for physical or uh, personal business and then uh, for mental. So, so that's something I did basically start at the, at the beginning of the year. Um, And I, I, I put them down in a spreadsheet. I'd like to find a good app for it of what I different things that I want to do for, you know, uh, for, uh, you know, my, my physical health, um, my, 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 my business, and then, and then my mental health. So I told Troy that it was 10 miles a week. I must've misheard you. It was in a text, but yeah. And I'm not a runner. So that's, um, I don't, I don't know if that's a lot or a little, but yeah, a lot for you. Yeah. It's a lot for me. Right. Yeah. Well, that's like 1.5 miles a day, maybe one mile a day. So if you want to do 10, 1.5, five days, you'll be okay. Yeah. Break it down. Yeah. Also touched on, you know, kind of my, uh, so far my experience with, with, with my, my first VA, which has been fun. It's been a challenge. Super glad I did it. I see the value in it now. And um, as Troy and I were just talking about, it takes me a while longer. I mean, VAs have been around for a long, long time. And I always said, nah, I don't need that. But, uh, <laughs> but I can see, I see the value in it. And, yeah. um, and I can see even, it, will, it, will, it won't be for a while, but I can see adding a second one. Um, nice. You know, we, down the we line. We have someone well. ready for you, Brad. I, you I wanna, bet you, you do. talk to her now? I bet you do. <laughs> Let's just cross the podcast. No, just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> Funny that you say right. that. I have her coming on right now. No. So I'm, I'm, I'm curious from you guys because I was doing some, some thinking about it. I mean, the, the challenge to do what you guys are doing of, of starting, you know, your own VA company has to be just massive. So tell me what are some of the challenges with mm. working in a business where your your employees are overseas and you're relying on people to to uh, be your operators over there i i I don't know if monica just um read the morning comic or what's up monica yeah there's a lot of trust a lot of trust yeah obviously so if we're willing to spend this much time and energy to start a company without meeting anybody face to face yet hugging them. I know I will once we finally meet, but um, it's not as big a deal to just say, I'm going to bring someone in and see if they can help out my, my operation in America. But it's a, uh, what a great question, Brad. You know, I was going to say some of the challenges we've had are just communicating regularly. It's not like you have someone in the same 
office as you, but that's we use Teams for our operation um, in Pakistan. So we're always communicating. Communication, 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 setting the proper expectations, right, Monica? Always, yeah. Hope, hoping things don't get lost in translation, which is comes back to, to communicating. And yeah. um, things are getting better. Things get better every, yeah. every day, every week, every month. Now, how involved are you guys with the, the actual VPs, as you call them? Yeah. We do like to meet all of them before we introduce them to any clients. So I had, I had met Rhubarb. I'd seen her uh, cats and stuff like that, <laughs> which I thought was so awesome. Is it like seven or ten? What is it? I think it's ten. Yeah. Ten, right? Ten. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you should ask her what the names are. It's they're outstanding. Really? Yeah. I will reach out to her. I'm gonna do that yeah. right now. Captain. Yeah. Do you want to? Do you want to take care of that, Monica? Like our involvement with with the VPs. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so basically it's, it's a very weird time because since we have been growing so, so fast, now it's hard to keep up with everybody. However, we do meet everybody. Um, and every day there is a team huddle in the morning. Uh, Troy and I cannot make every single one of them, but we try to like this week I attended three times. Right. And they were like five minutes. And some weeks, unfortunately, I cannot join because there is too much going on. But we do try to make sure that we keep, you know, attending all the internal company meetings. Um, also, you know, when it comes to awards and stuff like that, you know, we we receive feedback from their specific managers about how they're doing, what are our clients saying, how was the check-in with that client that week. So we keep very, very up to date with everything that is happening with every single VP that it's placed within a client, right? Um, so at a high level, you know, we have a management meeting every week where we share where we're at and what is going on. And then at the company level, when it comes to including everybody, there is team events. Uh, there is also, you know, they do a lot of um, um, I call it outings, potlucks and stuff like that. Yeah, even though we're not there physically, um, we are pretty involved in know exactly what is going on with all of them. And, you know, if someone has, you know, something happening with their family, we get, we get notified right away. Like we have had a lot of situations with COVID and certain, you know, situations with, um, you know, family members and stuff like that, you know, unfortunate situations too. So we're always very well aware of what's happening. And sometimes we reach out, you know, we have different committees. So like I'm in the um, publishing committee, so I get to interact with more people than pro more people on that end than probably Troy does. Uh, so we have different involvements um, within within the company that keeps everybody connected. It's a good question, Brad. You should yeah. have your own podcast, man. I should. In fact, I'd like you to be a podcaster with us. I'd love to do it. I know. I'd love to do it. Yeah, it's good. Um, got that silky voice too. I'd imagine. I'd imagine it's it's so key to have in what what you guys are the person that I've 
my contact in your office. Um, you, you have to rely on somebody like that to really, yeah. you know, really be able to communicate well. I mean, they have to have so many different skills and it seems like he has it. He seems to have a good understanding of, of our culture here, um, of, of what's going on and what we need. And, and he's really, um, he's there, hey, whatever you need, I could take care of. Yeah. And um, so I'd imagine having a partner like that is, is paramount. Yeah. And we've had 95% success with all our clients and our VPs. The one thing we've learned over the last year, because we've been around maybe 10, 11 months now is communicate, communicate with your clients. And if the client doesn't show up for the uh, or the weekly call or the biweekly call, however we do it with them, that is doesn't necessarily mean everything's going great. You got to find ways to, in fact, those are probably the people that need to have the conversation most. If they're just not communicating to their VP and then not communicating with us, we got to try to, to be a little more proactive in defining, you know, what's going on. We want to help you. So that's some, that's something we learned, but I just got uh, Rhubob's Munchkin Cutie, Baby, Coco, Senior, Junior, Jack Sparrow, Grayson, Mama, Honey Bunny. And finally, the most recent addition is Oreo. <laughs> there's, there's 11? Oh, no, no, no. I think I heard of Oreo. Okay. <laughs> oh, man. Let's get back to you, Brad. We talked about hiring and taking on your new agency and then automation. What was a, the third thing that you you would do differently if you could do it all over again? Mm. Uh, you know, I, I mentioned, you know, you know, not letting go. That was, that was a, that was a big one. Um, and that was, Oh, a, that was the third. That was probably the, the third. Okay. Um, you know, yeah, that, um, that's up there. What else is, what did I say? Yeah. Yeah. That was just my bad for not, not jotting it down. Oh, that's okay. Um, you know, I, honestly, what, what, one of the things that, that led to my, uh, led to my, you know, growth was, and it's, you know, this isn't an advertisement for, for IAOA, but it was more so when I joined IOA and really went to innovation. I mean, that just kind of blew my mind mm -hmm. of, of, I, I was, I, I was reluctant to do that because, you know, the, the, um, uh, our um, our agent our agent peer group is is really an interesting group, right? When you go to a continuing ed, and and you're like, wow, this is a fascinating yeah. group of people. And so that's kind of what I what I saw in it, which was the complete opposite of what innovation is. Mm -hmm. You know, these people, you know, they're um, have new ideas um, are innovative are willing to willing to share i mean that you know i took that and 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 i implemented so many things almost too many things you know initially but th that in itself was i don't know what it was three years ago when i jumped in that really kind of you know that changed our agency and the way that i look at things mm -hmm. you know, forever and and it was just i mean just the, the amount of people that you meet that are like-minded that are driven 
um, that are focused, that, that think like you do and have the same problems you do. It was, um, it was, it, it, it's really been a, a huge part of my agency growth and my mm. personal growth. I love your passion, yeah. Brad. Yeah. What are you, what are like some of your goals? You don't have to get specific, but I know like you're talking about your weekly goals. Um, you could dive into that or even like what you're planning on doing for 2022. If you want to be completely like what you want your role to be in your agency. And you have a very dynamic team. I've met a lot of people on your team and you do a great job and you have a, a great thing going already. Yeah. One, one of my, one of my main goals is, is to transition from a service team to, to a sales culture. And that's, that's one thing that I've definitely failed in. And I focused so much on, on, on having the service culture for, for our existing book. And I just kind of figured, well, you know, myself or my sales staff will focus more on the sales side. And I didn't, uh, uh, focus on our team be having a sales culture. Mm. So that's something I've already already implemented, and and the the ways that we're doing that is by you know by keeping score. So I've you know I've adopted some of the, the EOS model, not all of it. I seem to do that with most everything. I kind of kind of adopt what I want and and leave out you know things that I don't. But but I've put it down on paper and just said okay. Um, you know, Kenny, this is where we want you to be. And then, and then here's, here's, here's how many, um, policies we want you to have in over the next three months. Here's how many reviews we want you to accumulate. Um, if it's, if, if it's a service staff, um, you know, I have one person that's basically dedicated to teaching us about our Hawks off program. So I've, I've, you know, initiated her, one of her goals to be, um, you, I want you to teach us something every week. It can be small, it can be, but, but every week, uh, we want to implement something else that we didn't know about on our Hawk, on our Hawks mm. off program. So right. they're kind of range, um, a, across the board, but for, for our getting back to the sales culture, it's also said, okay. Um, I've, I've noticed that, you know, we've had a big gap in say our cross selling. And so I've made that a priority of, of, and for our staff and to put it in front of them. And, and of course, um, you know, I've, I've tried to incentivize our group to say, okay, well, if we can reach this level, you know, then we're going to implement this half day off on rotating half day off on Fridays, Nice, um, which I got from, you know, Billy Wagner. Um, that was his idea that yeah. I've, or that's where I've heard it to implement it or an office party. And, you know, this amount of whoever establishes this amount of customer reviews, you know, receive, uh, you know, this, you know, this cash bonus or, you nice. know, or whatever. So I just literally just added that. So I'm really, really eager to see as the far as the, bonus? The goal. no, no, the, the, the 90 day, the 90 day goal. Yeah. I literally okay. just introduced it. So it's going to be implemented March 1st. I wouldn't say that you, I wouldn't say that you fail. I mean, service culture is something that it's been part of the insurance industry for a very, very, very long time. So I think it's just more, you notice the opportunity, not that you fail, you know, the opportunity to change and to implement 
you know, a better culture benefiting the growth of the company, right? So it's not so much that you fail. I mean, the service, the service culture, it's been in the insurance industry for yeah. hundreds of years. So I think, you know, it's just a, a good shift in order to help your company con- to continue to grow. Yeah, I guess uh, you know, the piece of it that I, I, that I didn't emphasize was the sales piece of it. Mm-hmm. I did, but not necessarily putting it down on paper and keeping score. So it's right. kind of an em- emphasis, um, which we've been, you know, emphasizing for a while now. And now we're just going to start keeping score. Yeah. Um, and you so be uh, more right. involved in sales or just lead gen or. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. Back to where, um, you know, where, um, you know, where I want to be. No, my ultimate goal is to be a visionary mm. and, and which, which I've been but you can't be a true visionary and do everything else at the same time. Right. And, awesome. and, and so, you know, on my radar is to have um, an integrator. And, mm-hmm. and so that's on my, my list for 2022 to start. Find, and I have to, it's, and for that, it's going to be so, imper- so important to find the right person. Yeah. Um, Cause I want a true integrator where, mm-hmm. where I can truly be hands off to the day-to-day operations. You can give 10 ideas a week and they, they say nine suck, but let's do this one. (laughs) (laughs) It might be. Sounds familiar. Yeah. (laughs) Well, that's what a bit, you know, (laughs) that's what a visionary is, right? I mean, yeah, no, it's not always going to work. And I, that's always, I'd always admired Troy for that because, you know, again, we, we touched on, I don't know if you were on the call at this point or not, Monica, but, um, you know, Troy's tried so many different things, but how do you find out what works if you don't try it? Right. Where I've been the opposite of I'm the wait and see, and then the wait and see turns into, well, you don't do it. Um, yeah. Or you only add this thing. You know, if you add five things and two work, well, yeah. you added two things that work. I think you're selling yourself short. You've implemented yeah. a lot, Brad. Yeah, no, I have. That's right. I the have. thing is not, it's just not you is the team as well, right? So like, you might think like, this is great, this is amazing, let's implement it. And then team is like, yes, let's do it. And then it's like, oh no, we don't want this. Like this is yeah, not- because it's change, right? Change yeah. hurts. So- Change so is hard. Even after, even after, and, and, and some ideas are great. And when the team, the team is a little reluctant, but when they start seeing it, that it works is perfect but also can work the other way around. The idea can be brilliant and we can implement it. The team is all for it, but it might not be the right fit for the team or for how mm-hmm. your process works. So it can, it's a 50-50 chance, right? Like you always have to take the chance, but it's a 50% chance that it will or it will not work uh, because it all depends on your culture. It all depends on what you're doing for your clients. How do you want to change? What do you want to achieve? So it's definitely uh, an interesting, um, you know, it's always like being on day one because, you know, after an idea is up and running, then it's like that waiting period for you to see like, does this really work, right? And that, that timeline, it's a little bit of a, you know, uh, I call it the, the out of control period because you're not like you you don't know what's going to happen and you're just there waiting for something to fail but then you know sometimes sometimes it just works and it goes smoothly and sometimes 
pretty quickly. The team yeah. comes back and it's like, I, I don't think this is going to work. And we try something else. So um, it is it is pretty interesting, but we won't we won't be better if we don't innovate yeah. on a daily, weekly or monthly basis. Right. Yeah. So, um, Has your team handled you your change? Sorry, Monica. No, Just wanted to dive into that a little bit more with Brad. Like you've done a you've been very intentional with your team in creating the right culture. How do they uh, react to things like adding a VA or adding a new management system, a new uh, CRM phone system? You change you change everything. You've basically done everything in the last couple of years. So have they been pretty cool with with all the the change? Yeah, they hate change. Um, <laughs> Which I think is true of, you know, of, of most people. And, um, and I have been guilty of, which I knew, you know, of, of, of changing too many things at one time. And so I was very intentional this year of, of only, only adding on a few, um, you know, a few new features. And um, I, no, I, I think in, in it, initially it's it depends it depends what it, you know what, what it is and and how it works my team was reluctant to slack you know and they're like what's this we don't need you know two weeks in they absolutely loved it oh yeah absolutely loved Start it giffing it's all yeah. it <laughs> and and you know what that added to our team culture it because does. not only was it a communication tool but it was fun mm-hmm you know, and it was a way to express, I mean, they just loved it. And, and as, you know, as it turned out, good thing we implemented that, I mean, before the pandemic, cause that was massive, Amen massive, that. massive for us. Um, so, but uh, they've, they've adopted really, really well. And, so, and, and, and to Monica's point, some things don't work. Yeah. Um, and, and then, so you have to be able to be able to pull the plug on the things that aren't working and not be stubborn you know, just because of something I want or um, um, that, that it's I think the new sexy thing to. that everybody at IOA is talking about. Yeah, I, I'm not, I, you know, and I've learned from that too. I don't, I don't have too bad of shiny object syndrome. Um, I've, I've added something that now, now again, and oh, and I've, I've definitely made some mistakes of adding too many things that, that, um, you know, that don't necessarily, um, you know, jive together. But, um, but we've, we've added the things that kept the things that worked and got rid of the things that Amen. don't. You're a good leader. So, so, so yeah. Um, yeah, change is always hard. And I think you, is, is, is a big part is to get, get your, your, your team's feedback mm-hmm. and buy-in and, and check in with them to say, what do you think about this? And, you know, is this working? Is this making us more efficient? Um, or do we scrap it and, and look at a different, you know, a different way to go about it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's being a leader too, having that communication with your team, not just saying it's my way. You're going to do this. Cause I say, so value their feedback, right. It'll yeah. make you better. Right. They are on the front line. They're the ones that know. Yeah, absolutely. Well, Brad Bolt with AmeriGuard, what else would you, uh, I know you probably jotted down some questions for us, but you're just a fast, you got a fascinating story and we appreciate you being on. I appreciate being here.